The deep state is planning to change your mindset. Stay tuned and I'll tell you more. See, and here we thought the Great Reset was just about changing our companies, our laws, our businesses, our economy, the social contract, and everything else. Turns out even what's between your ears is not safe from these totalitarian New World Odor deep state phonetics. Um, I want to show you Klaus Schwab, the front man for the Great Reset. The Great Reset, as he calls it. Uh, we must have a Great Reset, as Klaus Schwab says. Um, and listen to this guy. I mean, this, this is bonkers, okay? It's not enough to just do all these things to you. You even have to think the way they want you to think. Listen to this clown. Today um, is the beginning of uh, a global mobilization effort uh, to rally our forces behind this Great Reset initiative. And we have seen all the support during this session. We do not want to do just patchwork on our old system. It's not enough to change a few policies to address uh, short-term issues. What we need is a change of mindsets. It came out in the discussion of business models, of lifestyles, in order to achieve a more cohesive, more collaborative, more resilient uh, world. Now, this whole craziness comes even as uh, top O'Biden people are being exposed using propaganda and nudging and other manipulation to manipulate us, to change our view, to change our worldview. Uh, and they've been doing this for a long, long time, folks. Uh, just this uh, very, very recently, like last week, uh, social media influencer Preston Moore came out and publicly revealed that he was offered $400 by a George Soros-funded front group run by a former Obama administration official, a former senior Obama administration official, to put out disinformation about Trump and to claim that Trump was engaged in a criminal conspiracy and that MAGA Republicans are a dangerous threat to America. Uh, and this guy's not a Trump supporter, by the way, but listen to Preston Moore talk about what he was offered by this former Obama administration official who describes himself as the chief propagandist of the U.S. government during that time. Listen to this craziness. I was just offered $400 to make an anti-Donald Trump propaganda post related to the January 6th investigation that is completely not true. I should start out this video by saying I'm not a Donald Trump supporter, so that should give a little bit of context to where I'm coming from. I'm an attorney. I post legal news and analysis on related topics. Okay, here we go with the story. So first thing first, I get an email from somebody with the Good Info Foundation. We'll talk about them a little more in a minute. I'm going to refer to this person as Jane. Jane sent me a message letting me know she represented the Good Info Foundation and that she was willing to offer a paid collaboration to discuss some topics related to January 6th. I said, sure, why not? I'll learn some more. Jane says the Good Info Foundation will give me $400 to make a post on my page and then share it to Instagram. So you see that blue link? All right, here, we're going to follow it. These are the specific requirements in order to obtain that $400 of how I should refer to the January 6th Capitol raid. Number one, I must call this a criminal conspiracy. Number two, I must say Trump Republicans were responsible. Number three, I must frame it as an attack on my country, an attack on America or Americans, a criminal conspiracy and a committed crime. I must attribute the matter to MAGA Republicans. I must make clear that this was ongoing and unresolved. And most importantly, that I must channel all of this unto the manipulation of voter agency so that I could turn their anger around this event into defiance that would make people more likely to vote in midterms. And the thing that struck me the most was this part, where I was told to talk about the aspects of the Trump campaign's plan, and I was supposed 
to say that the Trump campaign paid literally millions of dollars to make January 6th happen? So I figured, you know, maybe I missed something. So I said, hey, Jane, what is the basis for the claim that the Trump campaign itself paid millions of dollars to make the January 6th siege of the Capitol happen? Jane doesn't answer the question. Hi, Preston. If you don't want to state that in the video, it's fine. You don't have to use all the bullet points provided. So I kept going. Sure, I'm just wondering if there's support for that claim. Jane doesn't answer again. Let me know if you are interested and the rate works for you. Thanks so much. I'm not interested and the rate doesn't work for me. This is the Good Info Foundation. They boast on their homepage that good information is the lifeblood of a democracy. All right, so the guy who runs this Good Information Foundation, uh, they claim to be combating disinformation, even though they're literally trying to pay people to put out disinformation. Uh, his name's Rick Stengel. He was the former undersecretary uh, during the Obama administration, uh, former undersecretary of state during the Obama administration. And um, yeah, this is crazy, folks. He's sitting at the Council on Foreign Relations, which tells Hillary Clinton what she should be doing and how she should think about the future. Uh, but it's good to have an outpost of the council right here down the street from the State Department. Uh, we get a lot of advice from the council, so this will mean I won't have as far to go to uh, be told uh, what we should be doing and uh, how uh, we should uh, think about the future. Uh, so now back to Rick Stengel. Uh, here he is bragging at the Council on Foreign Relations. Uh, and if you haven't watched our episode on the Council on Foreign Relations, go back and watch it. It's like deep state headquarters in America. But here's Rick Stengel bragging about how he is the chief propagandist of the U.S. government and how it's important to propagandize the American people. Listen to this craziness. So uh, I'll, you'll be the last question, but I just want to weigh in on that for one second. So there's another word for master narratives. It's called history. <laughs> Basically, every country creates their own narrative story and and. You know, my old job at the State Department was what people used to joke as the chief propagandist job. We haven't talked about propaganda. Propaganda, I'm not against propaganda. Every country does it, and they have to do it to their own population. And I don't necessarily think it's that awful. And this idea of a, of a, of a uh, cart news cartel, I mean, I, I, I was editor of Time in 2012 uh, during that election, and I remember you know, you're competing against cartels and everybody. I remember being on a panel with the then editor of the New York Times who said, it's really hard to break through these days. This is the editor of the New York Times saying it's hard to break through. I almost, I wanted to jump off the platform. Like, what's it like for the rest of everybody? So, I mean, there, there's no, I mean, there are cartels, but cartels don't have hegemony like they used to. All righty, folks. Uh, now, before we get into uh, this propaganda and this nudging and this behavior modification a little bit more deeply, uh, just to be clear, the CFR is not just a Democrat deep state headquarters. It's also for Republicrats, uh, neocons, rhinos, globalists. Uh, here's Dick Cheney, who's the director of the Council on Foreign Relations, bragging about this. Listen. It's good to be back at the Council on Foreign Relations. As uh, Pete mentioned, I been a member for a long time and was actually a director for some period of time. I never mentioned that when I was campaigning for re-election back home in Wyoming. All right. So uh, let's uh, let's take a look at this, folks, because this uh, effort to uh, propagandize and manipulate Americans uh, goes back quite a while. Of course, the fascist social media companies have been doing that big time. But uh, in 2013, we found out that the Obama administration was undertaking a program to nudge, as they put it, Americans to support bigger government, more intrusive government, and to change our behavior and our views to suit the whims of this uh, cartel, this uh, uh, 
uh, cabal, if you will, the deep state in Washington, D.C. Uh, they actually took a page out of the uh, British government. They were doing similar things. They had a behavioral insights team. Uh, and of course, they have that at they had that at the White House during the Obama administration. We got official documents about this uh, where they were really bragging about how they were going to modify our behavior, folks. Uh, uh, according to these uh, behavioral insight projects in these documents, we found out that the Department of Labor, the Department of Health and Human Services, the Department of Miseducation, the Veterans Administration, the Department of the Treasury, the Social Security Administration, the Department of Housing and Urban Development, and the U.S. Department of Agriculture were all working on incorporating these behavioral insights into manipulating Americans. Okay, here's a direct quote from the report. The report, the document was called Research to Results, Strengthening Federal Capacity for Behavioral Insights. They said uh, the federal government is currently creating a new team that will help build federal capacity to experiment with these approaches and to scale behavioral interventions that have been rigorously evaluated using, where possible, randomized controlled trials. Folks, understand what they're talking about here. They're talking about manipulating you. They're talking about behavior modification, manipulating you without you even realizing that you're being manipulated, okay? Uh, they go on to say in this document, a growing body of evidence suggests that insights from social and behavioral sciences can be used to help design public policies that work better, cost less, and help people achieve their goals. What they really mean is help people submit to deep state goals. Uh, this team, so-called, uh, was going to have uh, a number of people on it, and it did, and uh, it seems to have been modeled on a, a UK program that we actually reported on at the uh, the New American. Um, according to uh, a document on this, they say the practice of using behavioral insights to inform policy has seen success overseas, okay? Uh, in 2010, UK Prime Minister David Cameron commissioned the Behavioral Insights Team, which brought through a process of rapid iterative experimentation, test, learn, adapt, and has identified and tested interventions that will further advance the priorities of the British government, which, of course, they really mean the deep state, right? So they're talking about behavior modification to get you to comply with what the government wants you to comply with, really what the deep state wants you to comply with, without you ever even realizing that you have been nudged. Uh, they called this the nudge unit, and uh, according to uh, the website of this thing, it says that uh, it's going to apply insights from academic research in behavioral economics and psychology to public policy and services. It says it works with almost every government department and even local authorities uh, and uh, in developing proposals and testing them empirically across the full spectrum of government policy. Uh, they said the responsibilities include encouraging and supporting people to make better choices for themselves because obviously the Biden administration and the UK government, they know better for you what you need than you know. I mean, who do you think you are to think that you know better for yourself than the government and the deep state know for you? OK, don't be silly. They know better than we do. Now, all this goes back to another Looney Tunes uh, senior Obama administration guy. His name was Cass Sunstein. Now, this guy is a wackadoodle of the highest order. He thinks animals ought to be able to sue people in courts. I mean, total, total nut job. Uh, he also wrote a book called, uh, or, or he co-authored, Nudge, uh, Improving Decisions About Health, Wealth, and Happiness. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. Uh, he was the regulatory czar in the uh, Obama administration. And uh, some of the stuff that he has pushed, guys, is just unbelievable. Uh, he has advocated that uh, tax 
taxpayer-funded shills do what he describes as cognitive infiltration of groups that the government disagrees with on the internet, so they should send in people to try to cognitively infiltrate them. Uh, he also proposed, I'm not even kidding here, a ban on conspiracy theorizing, or at the very least, a tax on conspiracy theorizing, which if you watched our episode last week, uh, the UN is now going into government brainwash camps masquerading as schools to stop your children from conspiracy theorizing. Uh, now, one of the leading uh, Obama nudge team officials was uh, actually a Rhodes Scholar, Maya Shanker. She's a senior policy advisor at the Obama uh, White House Office of Science and Technology Policy. She studied cognitive science at Yale, home of the skull and bones and the tomb. And um, that office, of course, uh, which was leading this program, was run by John Holdren. Now, John Holdren, if you remember, was the lunatic who thought that forced abortions and putting sterilizing agents in the water supply would be a good idea to solve overpopulation. He even thought it would be constitutional, uh, he said in his crazy 1977 book, uh, Eco Science. Yep, I'm, I'm not kidding, folks. These are the people who think they know better for you what you should be doing than you. And um, I mean, this is what they're doing, folks. This is just straight up unconstitutional federal manipulation of your behavior, and it's now out in the open. They're bragging about this stuff, folks. Um, it's truly extraordinary. Obviously, the schools are the key. We'll come back to that in a moment. But uh, even before the Obama administration unleashed this, another key Obama-Hillary guy, deep state swamp monster, uh, John Podesta of Pizzagate fame, the guy who collects some of the most weirdest art of child abuse that you've ever seen in your life. Uh, check out some of these images. I mean, this stuff is just disgusting. I don't know what kind of freak is would want to have that in their home. But uh, John Podesta was the architect of a uh, UN plan. We actually got the document, we reported it at the New American. Uh, this plan called for uh, a, a profoundly and dramatically altering your worldview. Now, this was a report produced for UN Secretary General Ban Ki-moon and uh, truly incredible. It called for a profound transformation toward a new paradigm that uh, the UN would approve of. Uh, they say every person on the planet must submit. Uh, it was the post-2015 development agenda, which eventually morphed into uh, the Sustainable Development Goals and uh, the, the uh, SDGs Agenda 2030. Uh, this report was called A New Global Partnership, Eradicate Poverty and Transform Economies Through Sustainable Development. Uh, the high-level panel of eminent persons included John Podesta, the weirdo who, of course, has been very close to Barack Obama and the Clinton crime family. And uh, here's some of the things they say in this report, folks. Uh, it's not enough to just transform everything about you, your life, your your government, your, your family, your school, uh, everything else. Uh, it's got to be your mind, too. OK, here's a direct quote from this crazy report. The new global partnership should encourage everyone to alter their worldview profoundly and dramatically. Okay, uh, frankly, uh, I have a biblical worldview, and um, there's nothing that the UN will do to alter the biblical worldview that I possess, and I'm very proud of my biblical worldview. Uh, also, uh, they go on to say that a renewed global partnership will require a new spirit from national leaders, but also, no less important, it will require many others to adopt new mindsets and change their behavior. Okay, guys, this is what they are saying. Okay, this isn't Alex telling you this. This is the UN and John Podesta and the Obama administration all telling you. Uh, they say these changes won't happen overnight, but we must move beyond business as usual, and we must start today, okay? Uh, that's the deep state for you, okay? It's not enough to just totally run your life. They want to run your brain, too, and they are 
Very, very serious, folks. They are serious as a heart attack, and uh, we have got to stop them. But uh, this is what they're doing. Uh, they also uh, they also said in this document, uh, we also agreed on the need to manage the world's consumption and production patterns in more sustainable and equitable ways. We agreed that a new vision must be universal. Universal is code word for you too, every person on the planet, right? Uh, they say we must uh, offer hope and responsibilities to everyone in the world. They make it even more explicit. They say there could be no excuses. This is a universal agenda for which everyone must accept their proper share of responsibility. Again, there's no escaping this, folks. Everybody must have their behavior and their mindset and their worldview transformed by some of the creepiest psychopaths walking on this planet today. Uh, John Podesta, of course, is the guy who infamously said in a 2010 report for the Center for American Progress, where he was a key figure, he said the ability of President Obama to accomplish important change through executive power should not be underestimated. And boy, are they serious, right? Not just important change in the economy and our laws and our government, even important changes in the way you think. And that's exactly what they did, folks. This is exactly what they're doing in China, and it is exactly what they are doing in America, as we have explained many times. Now, go back and watch some of the episodes we've done on education, folks. The UN is not kidding. Uh, they are dead serious about changing the mindsets of our children. Uh, UNESCO, actually, uh, right at the very beginning, uh, they said that uh, we need to build peace into the minds of men, right? In other words, we got to go after the minds of the children to make them believe what we want them to believe. Incidentally, the first deep state chief of UNESCO was the head of the Humanist Association and the Eugenics Society. Uh, in 1990, the UN came out and said that uh, the basic learning needs and the basic learning content required by all human beings is a universal human responsibility. They said also in Article 5 in this uh, Jomtien Declaration in 1990 that all the children of the world must be subjected to the same standards of learning. So uh, we're going to eliminate all diversity. We're going to put all our eggs in one basket. Everybody's going to have the same views, the same mindset, and so on. Uh, in 2000, in the Dakar Framework for Action, another UN agreement, they came out and they just said it openly. Uh, governments have to implement integrated strategies in education, which quote, recognize the needs for changes in attitudes, values, and practices. Uh, they went on to say in the report that changes in the uh, agreement, changes in attitudes, values, and behavior are required, folks. This was 22 years ago, uh, and they are not kidding. Uh, in 2016, they had another UN agreement that said the same thing. Um, the head of UNESCO uh, during this time, Irina Bokova, an actual communist, uh, former high-level functionary, acting foreign minister for the mass-murdering communist dictatorship in Bulgaria that slaughtered hundreds of thousands of people. Uh, this is what she said in a press release. We have the collective duty to empower every child with the right foundations, knowledge, values, and skills to shape the future as global citizens. And if you think they're kidding, you're not paying attention. Uh, Arne Duncan was very proud that the U.S. government was uh, participating in all this. And uh, folks, they will tell you openly that the goal is to change the attitudes, values, and beliefs of our children. And of course, it's it's been incredibly successful. If we don't stop this, um, we are going to lose our country. We're going to lose our families. We're going to lose our churches, and we're going to lose our freedoms. But this is the deep state agenda, folks. It's not enough to just control what you do on the outside. They want to even control the way that you think. They want to make you incapable of resisting, even on a mental and psychological level. I mean, this is a communist tyrant's wet dreams. It's satanic, it's evil, and it's got to be stopped. 
I'm Alex Newman. This is Behind the Deep State. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time, God bless you all. If you enjoyed this video, please make sure to subscribe, hit like, hit that little bell so that you'll be notified whenever we post new videos. And also, please make sure to share this video with your friends. Email is a great way to do it. Remember, there are powerful forces working to steal our freedom and destroy our country. We need to work together, expose those behind the deep state. Otherwise, you can kiss your liberties goodbye.